Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome in, everybody. Chris Landry here with you for another edition of the Landry Football Podcast. Back in the saddle again last week out at the Combine. Could not do a live show. We are happy to be back with you. Got a lot to get to today. Want to get into Combine stuff. Want to kind of set the record straight on certain things and kind of the do's and don'ts of the Combine and what's reality, what's not. Hey, how about Yesterday in the NFL, what a busy 24, 48 hours um, of free agency, trade moves. And, folks, we're going to have a lot of that here in the next week as the start of the league year is upon us. And, um, you know, um, you know, I think that um, the whole process of the combine is to obviously gather for that event. But at that event where all the agents are there for their seminars, um, the league executives are there. The team executives are there. Um, And that's what precipitates the, you know, the discussions, you know, in and around. We had meetings. Gosh, I was there, you know, the, the Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday before the workout started on Thursday. Personnel director meetings, other scouting meetings, combine meetings. And. You know, you've got a lot of you know, free agent stuff going on. So we got a lot to get to. Um, Want to go right into the latest in the NFL and really kind of get into today, if you're sure you've heard, if you're just getting off of work, that uh, Washington has traded for Carson Wentz uh, in a second-round pick from the, the Colts in exchange for a second-round pick and two third-round picks. So uh, the second-round swap moves the Colts up six spots. So one year there. For the Colts, we know that was not real successful for Carson Wentz. We have seen him um, struggle the past few years. He'll get another start in Washington. Uh, it creates a hole in um, Indiana, uh, Indianapolis. We'll see where they go. Uh, it's going to be quite interesting to see how some of these teams fill the gap in their quarterback spot. The Situation yesterday where you had um, Russell Wilson trade. A little bit of intel on how that played out. Um, 
the Seahawks had said vehemently they're not uh, making a move, not moving them. There's a lot of noise around the fact that they might be willing to move them, even though they say they wouldn't and didn't. But they did. Um, and there's certainly you can look at the offer and everyone wants to, who won the trade, Chris? Chris? Look, it's incomplete. Here's the thing about it. I will say this, that the Broncos have their quarterback, and it's a pretty good team in a division where you must have a quarterback and you must stop opposing quarterbacks. Get three pretty good ones, um, and and I think a fourth one that's pretty good now. So you got four teams with pretty good quarterbacks in a very difficult division. The issue with the trade, in order for it to work, Russell Wilson had to be willing to go there, redo his deal, get a deal done, and Denver was the only place that he was really interested in moving. Washington made a run at him. Washington did not was not able to convince Russell Wilson that it would be a good landing spot. He wasn't interested in going there. So therefore they were not able to get uh, anything with um, Russell Wilson. So they moved on to Carson Wentz. I mean, it's not the same, but when you need a quarterback, you must get better than what you have. Um, and they hopefully been able to do that. Uh, from the standpoint of Denver, they had interest in getting Aaron Rodgers. When Aaron Rodgers fell through because he stayed with Green Bay, um, they moved on to Russell Wilson and was able to consummate that deal. So, again, in Denver's situation, where does it put them? You know, people are saying, well, who's the best quarterback in the division now? What? It's about the team, and it's about the quarterback. We know what the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes brings to the table. Um, we know what Justin Herbert brings to the table as a talent. Now, I do question the viability of that coaching staff and what they're doing there with the Chargers. Um, and I think that if you look at the Broncos, they were the one team in the division that went in with really no gun in the holster when it came to try to win shootouts or stopping people to the degree that you need to stop them to have a chance to win because you got to score points in that division. And they didn't have it. So they make a drastic move. Is it going to work? Heck, I work is, can it put them in the Super Bowl again? I don't know. I don't know that. I don't know if it gets them out of the division. It gives them a better chance, but it also means that they've got to do a good job around him. Russell has been a good quarterback in the league. You know what? They haven't advanced in the playoffs in Seattle with him. Is Denver any better in a tougher division? I, you know, we'll see. Time will tell. For Seattle, um, they got a hole at quarterback, got a lot of draft capital. What do they do with it? Don't know. See how well they do. Remember, Seattle's greatest success has been when Russell Wilson was on a rookie contract. And they had drafted very, very well and was able to pay some of those defensive guys. 
have not been able to have a lot of success putting a team around Russell Wilson in Seattle. So we'll see what they're able to do, rebuild it. Do they have the eye on a young quarterback? Somebody that might be their next guy of the future. Well, they hope so. We'll see. I know we've got a question there. Join us in the chat room. Uh, you can catch us on Twitter Live, Landry Football, Landry Foot, Chris Landry Football Twitch channel, the Landry Football YouTube channel, Facebook, um, All-Fair Game. Ask questions. We got it for you. Um, the process of working a deal like that takes a little time, and it just didn't happen overnight. There's been a lot of groundwork that's been laid for something of that elk to take place. Um, it, it, it is something people say, well, as a team, you can trade them to where you want. Well, you can, but if that player is reluctant to go play for that said team, you know, they're going to request to talk to the agent, make sure the player's comfortable. They don't want to acquire somebody that a is, First of all, what's his contract status? Are they comfortable with it? Do they need to redo it? Is he gonna if he doesn't want to be there, well then they're not gonna give up a boatload of draft capital to make a trade for a guy that really doesn't want to be there. And and I you know, all those things empower the player to a certain degree of where he wants to be. Gives them maybe leverage that maybe doesn't appear to be the case. Um that's how things progress there. Now, what does that mean for the quarterback um, crop? Not not much left. The Those were the guys. I didn't think Russell Wilson was going to be traded. And I felt strongly that Aaron Rodgers would come back. I don't know that there was any place better. And I think that Aaron likes the attention. And I thought it was much ado about nothing in terms of the threat of him leaving. But you never know until it's done. So um, free free agent moves, check out LandryFootball.com. A lot of minutia, a lot of details. You will see a bunch of players between now and the 16th getting re-signed, let go, restructure deals, because remember, Players, you check out Landry Football, you see all the free agent by positions grading. But they're not free agents until the league year starts in the 16th. When the league year starts, then they become free agents. So this is where you get a deal done with a player if you want to get it done and he wants to stay there. So he doesn't – it's a preemptive strike to sign a player. You can sign your own players. You can negotiate with your own players. Once they hit that tampering window, then they're free to negotiate with someone else. Can't do that right now. So um, there's a lot of details, a lot of talk about where Mitchell Trubisky might be the next quarterback that might have some interest. Will he end up with the Giants with Brian Dayball? I don't know. I mean, there's um, a few possibilities there. Looks like maybe Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones are likely to part um, to depart Tampa, we shall see. A uh, lot of things to get going there. Um, I want to get to a couple of your questions here. And, boy, I got a great deal for you that you got to hear about. And then we're going to get into some combine talk and some different things regarding uh, that. 
Uh, slot hand, good evening, Chris. And all, hey, slot man, great to be there. Um, hey, Jofo10, if you're Pete Carroll, who would you trust as your starter, Drew Locke or Geno Smith? Uh, Drew Locke over Geno Smith, thank you, but not excited about either one. Hey, Tony, Tony, do you still see the Browns as a contender in the AFC, especially if they get help on the D-line? Tony, you know me, and Tony's a great Browns fan, one of my absolute favorites. Tony, I thought the Browns were a playoff contender last year, and I'm I, the problem with forecasting that now, Tony, is look at that division. Just, you know, it's not a guarantee that Cincinnati's just slot them in next year. They got some work to do on the offensive line, but they've got a quarterback. Steelers got to find a quarterback. Baltimore is in pretty good. I think the Browns are a pretty good team, but I thought they were a playoff team going into last season. And you know that, Tony, because you've asked me that and I've told you that, and they didn't make it. And, and the Bengals ended up being the team that I thought the Browns could potentially be. And, the, and I, don't, I don't know that I saw the Browns going all the way to the Super Bowl, but I saw them making a playoff run and certainly making the playoffs, and that was the Bengals, not the Browns this year. I think they can. I think defensive line play is important. But I also think quarterback play has to be more consistent, settle down. That's kind of what I see there. Uh, hey, Joe Fodes, does Jordan Love become trade bait this offseason and do the Packers keep him on the shelf a little longer? Look, I think he is trade bait. What can you get for him? I think you shop him around. I think you have to have a price in mind. Somebody has to love him that's a quarterback needy team that had a really good grade on him coming out of college because that's what you're trading for. That's what you know most about him. And when you do that, then I think you're good. Um, And you take a chance. But here's the way I look at it if I'm Green Bay. If I can get um, maybe a, a deal where I can get a second for him, and I don't know that you can, and not all seconds are created equal. I jump all over because I don't know that you're going to get more, and I don't know that he's going to play. <clears throat> and um, you know, the, the future there is you're going to have to make a decision on signing signing him, um, signing his option, or letting him go. I think if you can get something of value and you've got to stick to what you think your value is for him, then you'd let him go. But if you don't get that, then why would you just dump him? Don't dump him. Just keep him. He has some value as a backup. You don't know from year to year what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. He's signing a new deal, but it doesn't mean. And remember, don't buy into, oh, he's got a contract till he's 50. Those are all dummy years to prorate the contract to create more cap room. We don't know what Aaron is going to do from year to year. If I had to guess, he'd probably play a few more years, but I don't know that for certain. So I think you trade him if you get appropriate value. If you don't, then you keep him. He's a commodity. It's as simple as that. Uh, Rich Coach says, were you able to see Kayvon Thibodeau at the combine? And if so, what do you make him? Kayvon um, worked out well. You know, he's an engaging kid. You know, he's – I was in one interview with him, one team interview with him. I thought he did okay. In other team interviews, he turned some people off. He has a tendency to do that. He left kind of, some say in a huff, just unexpectedly picked up and left. He's he's not handled him 
himself the best. And I think in terms of if you look at the ceiling and the high water mark of his play, he's, he's as good as anybody in this draft. But what I think he's done is created some confusion or concern about his attitude, his work ethic. Because you look at film. It's one thing if you say something foolish or dumb. Who hasn't? Okay. But if you play with a little bit of an attitude, um, if you're – if if you – play with a guy that seems to not be as reliable in coming back from injuries. If you seem to pick your spots on how hard you play, then you throw in some attitude, then it starts to say something that may be a little bit concerning. Do I still think he'll be taken high? Yes. Do I think you'll probably go in the top 10? Yes. But we're talking about a guy that if you take the, cut-ups of what he can do, he's as good as any player in this draft. But I worry a little bit about him, and I hope that he ends up maturing and developing into the great player that I think he can be. Dylan Barton says, hey, uh, uh, Dylan, are you optimistic about this draft? What are your most interesting prospects? Dylan, that's a loaded question, obviously. Um, Here's my initial thoughts without – having the time to go into all the details and we will position by position, but you're going to get, you can get all that at Landry football where um, that's where we really break it down in detail. It is, while I'm not finished with the top of the draft board, it is um, not top heavy. In fact, I don't see the, the players that would normally get, grades at commensurate of a top five picker are not there. I, I think the, the, the top grades for me are likely to be guys that would normally go like around sixth or seventh. They're, they're going to be rated as high as anybody. So um, I kind of think that's, that's where we are with that. Uh, it doesn't mean it's a bad draft. It's a deep draft. I think there's great value into the second and third round. Um, I think there's some really good big men. I think there's some really good offensive linemen. I think there's a pick a lot of what you're looking for in the defensive line. I think there's some corners that can run. I think there's some receivers that can run. Um, there's a few intriguing tight ends, some linebackers that can play. Yeah, some some really good players. A couple of elite players in the back end of your defense, in the back middle of your defense too. I think some really, really good players. Um in this draft. Um, also, um, Greg says, uh, Chris, hope you're doing well. I got a question about the way teams draft sticking uh, to your board or drafting for need. For example, the Jets have a young quarterback. Does it make sense to build around him? Like getting a receiver or building the offensive line as opposed to getting a good defensive tackle because the board says that's who you can take. How does that help a young quarterback? Well, first of all, the Jets have a lot of needs and they have needs on the defense and the defense does help your quarterback. Because if you can't stop anybody um, and you're constantly behind in games, um, that hurts your quarterback. So always remember that a great defense helps a quarterback a lot. Protection on the offensive line receivers help as well. The Jets 
this is easy for the Jets because they have needs all over the place. And there's going to be – you go with the best player there because they have a need at all of the aforementioned spots. Rich says some players um, – some players as far as they play on the field – let's see. Some players as far as they play on the field, what did the tape say about Matt Judon, A.J. Terrell, Colton Davis, and Justin Fields? Well, yeah, Rich, we've – those are guys we're going to uh, – that's a good question, but we're going to kind of stick to um, – this year's draft class, if, if that's okay. Uh, but and I want to tell you, I'm going to get to the combine, but I got to tell you about some great news with our folks at Manscaped. Support for Landry Football Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. The best men's below the waist grooming, Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. The performance package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trusted Manscaped with the exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide uh, shipping with the code Landry at Manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's um, quite a bit, about 8 million uh, covered there. Inside the package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. The Lawnmower 4.0, this trimmer, is the future of grooming. The fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and has a 400K LED spotlight you need Um when you need a more precision shave. Because this trim is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess in the bedroom bathroom floor. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker nose, ear, and hair trimmer. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, sags, tugs, and those delicate nose holes. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts in their Performance Package. The Boxers and Shed Travel Bag bring your comfort in boxers to another level. It's time to take care of yourself. So go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with the code LANDRY. That's all caps, L-A-N-D-R-Y. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code LANDRY at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code LANDRY, L-A-N-D-R-Y. Unlock your confidence. And always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Appreciate the great folks there. So the Combine, um, as you know, took place last week. I've mentioned this before, so it's kind of my uh, regular uh, spiel. But I'm going to get to it. If you got some more questions, bring it. I'll get to it as we close out the show. But let me remind you what the Combine is for. What we, why we started the combine back in the day, um, and I'll admit I was involved in doing it. Um, and, and I ran it for a while. I liked it better when I was running because it was all football. It's open to the media, which is fine. It's open to the fans, which is fine. But but it it restricts a little bit of our ability to do our job. It is a made-for-TV event now. It's more dog and pony show. But remember. The most important thing, when I say most important, I'm talking 90% of it is um, 
medical physicals. Okay. Uh, the medical physicals are the most important part. Uh, it's why we did it. Can you imagine in a time where players were crisscross the country and go to different teams, get their medical physicals? I mentioned this on an early, a show earlier today that I did. That it just didn't make sense. So we started to have, for lack of a better term, mini combines. Uh, groups of players in different cities to where we put them through medicals, do some basic testing, and we, you know, share the information. Um, and we did four or five of those. We wanted to get it in a central location. We did it one year in Tampa, one year in Phoenix. It needs to be indoors, not outdoors. You did even in, in, on turf, you got wind, you got potential weather, which you can never control even in, in sunny, warm areas. We needed indoors a controlled environment where you didn't have wind aids, a time, example, a 40-yard time, which people pay attention to the most. A 40-yard time just by itself is useless. It's what are the conditions in which you had a 40-yard time. So um, artificial, indoor, pristine, that's AI1 condition. Artificial outdoors, not pristine, maybe a worn carpet, that's uh, AO2 condition. So that has a tremendous impact. But we don't really we have to modify and um, adjust the um, the workouts and the numbers. They have to be converted towards indie times. So even when so when we go out to schools, when you say, "Well, he ran faster than well, he ran, ran faster on that surface," it's faster at like Arkansas and Wisconsin had their pro day today. Well, those surfaces oftentimes are faster. In some cases, are slower. So you have to know that and you have to adjust it. So a time by itself doesn't mean anything. If you don't get to see it, at least on tape, you don't know how smooth the guy ran. That's what you're looking for. So you understand that the most important part of the combine are medical physicals. Um, the interviews are the second most important. Um, the workouts. Yes, the workouts are important, but it's understanding what part of the workouts are important and how to evaluate it and use it. Um, I don't advise you to listen to the talking heads who have never run a draft or been involved in the scouting process. Um, it's a lot of hype. Well, let me give you my mock draft in September, and this guy, DeMarvin Leal, is a top 10 player. You don't know who's a top 10 player. The people who do this for a living. We don't know. There's no such thing as a top 10 player. You grade them, and then you stack them, and then you may be top 10, you may be top 5, you may be top 3, you may be top 1, you may be top 20. You don't know that until all the work is done on everybody. But we got to have lists. We got to know who's the best. And it's over. And it's this. It's a, it's all BS. So, well, this guy's moving up. He's moving down. No, they're not. Nobody's moving up or down a draft board that hadn't been set yet. The interest in the draft kind of parallels fantasy football craze. 
And unfortunately, many self-proclaimed experts misinform the public because they don't know what they don't know. You can't be an expert in something that you've never done, okay? And an opinion is only as relevant as the credentials behind it. So this is first-year scouting in the NFL was 1982. as a part-time scout with Blesto. So 2022, I looked at the calendar. My God, is it really going to be 40 years? Yeah. There's a lot that I thought I knew in the first 10 years of doing this that I've learned more and more. And doing this is different than doing it on a website. Yeah, we have a website, LandryFootball.com, but I do this for teams. The other stuff is just information gathering. We evaluate. People that work with me are all people that work in the league as a scout. I want to explain the 90% rule. What's the 90% rule? 90% of the time, a player's workout is going to match his film. It's the 10% of the time when the workout doesn't match the film that you have a little bit of a concern. Red flag, we call it. Is there a problem? What is the problem? Why didn't it work? Is he tired? Is he injured? Is he, yeah, a lot of things. Could be a number of things. You just got to do your work. You got to go back to the film. The workout doesn't match the film. Why? Got to answer why. You better know why. Doesn't mean didn't work out well, can't play. Worked out great, can play. No. Doesn't match. 40-yard times have to be converted. All Workout numbers have to be converted. Okay. Chris, why does the workouts matter when the film is what matters? And everybody says the film. Well, the film is the most important part. But remember that the film is all relative. A college player competing against college players. So even if you're talking about Georgia and Alabama, you got the best against the best. Still not the NFL. You're still projecting. You're not giving out awards. You're trying to determine who you think is going to be the best player for you projecting to the next level. It's how is he going to do? You don't know, but a deft eye has a better idea of what the physical tangible traits and intangible traits are to make that come together. And the draft is all about grading players correctly. Then when you grade everybody, then you can stack them on the board according to a grade. That determines the round value then. Not this guy's a first rounder. There's no such thing as a first rounder, second rounder, third rounder. There's guys that are graded, and based upon that, if you've got guys 21st-round grades, you've got 12 players that are not first-round grades. 12 of them are gone in the first round. Maybe more because they may be somebody that you think is a second-rounder that somebody else thinks is a first-rounder. That always happens, 32 different-looking boards. But you have to understand that – when you grade a player and you got players that are graded a certain way, 
then you stack them in terms of priority of the player. And there's a way to do that by position called vertical board and horizontal, which are regardless of position. And you don't grade them based upon need. You grade them as a player. Then, and only then, do you sit there and say, I'd rather take this guy because of need over that guy. Do it, but do it knowing how you grade them. Don't make a grade player's grade better or worse based on need. That's where you make big mistakes. Determine the, the value of the player based upon need not being a factor. Deciding who to take, you can factor in need. That's the difference. And that determines the round value of the player once you stack them up. Um, you don't have 32 first-round grades. You don't have 32 seconds. You may have 38, 42 second-round grades. You know, some of those guys going in the first round, some of those going in the third round. Drafted Samari Roll in the first round, in the second round, his first round grade. Drafted Derek Mason at the top of the fourth round, he was second round grade. That's why people move up because they have a guy graded in a certain area and he drops for no other reason than other people see players a little differently. Uh, teams don't set their draft boards until April meetings. So, Players aren't moving up or down a draft board. Um, you will modify things as you get closer. So when you read that so-and-so is a top 10 draft prospect in September, those writing it are just gathering information. They're not qualified evaluators, and they're just – it's something to talk about. Um, it's a lot of nonsense. So remember, those who talk don't know, and those who know don't talk. So those are some of my thoughts. Um, on the process at the combine. Let's get to um, a couple of uh, questions here. Um, oh, I am glad, Rich, you brought it up. Also, thoughts on Calvin Ridley getting suspended for gambling. Here's the thing about it. I understand people saying, look, you're promoting gambling as a league. It's becoming more and more prevalent in terms of um, more people being able to bet legally among the 50 states. I don't know how many exactly at this point. So what's the big deal? He bet on his own team. Guys, there are a lot of things that are not illegal, but there are rules that you must adhere to. You don't have to agree with the rules. You just have to know what they are and you need to follow. I realize Calvin had some issues, some mental health issues. It took some time away. Um, bored, frustrated, what have you. You can't do that. You know the rules. That's an $11.1 million mistake. He's going to lose that much money from his contract this year. Um. Is it harsh? Yeah, it's harsh. Whose fault is it? You got to follow the rules. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, look, it, gambling's not going away because it makes a lot of money. Why do they have that? Um, 
the more you allow players to become involved in gambling, even betting on their own team, you're going down a slippery slope where somebody might do something to affect the integrity of the game. You affect the integrity of the game, it's the most damning thing you could have. You don't want to go there. Awful mistake. Um, but he made it himself. Uh, was um, Jeremiah Moon an example of the uh, 10%? Um, eh, a little bit. I mean, I the, the, the example of a 10% would be in this, probably the most obvious one was um, Isaiah Spiller from Texas A&M. His workout was not good, but he had an abductor muscle issue that um, when he was training. Um, it affected him. Admire him from working out. Probably shouldn't have. That's okay. Tough, dedicated. The film shows that he's a much better athlete than his workout. That injury kind of explains it. So while people will say this and that, pardon me, that is not something that's going to be detrimental. Now, if there are other issues um, with a player, um, you know, average play strength at guard is, you know, um, for a particular guard and interior offensive, I'm not very good, pretty average. And then and he's got fairly short arms and he can only lift 20 times, 18 times. He either doesn't like the weight room, not real healthy when he lifted or something's not, he's not real strong. And he's going to struggle at the next level until he gets stronger. And if, why are you not stronger at this point? You know, what are your numbers at school? You got to really know. You got to really have good intel. This guy doesn't like the weight room. It's not strong because he just doesn't do in the extra time. That guy's going to struggle. But if there's circumstances, you can get stronger. You absolutely could get stronger. Of course you can. But you got to be willing to do it. You got to pay the price to do it. So there, there are a lot of things that that you look for in that. Uh, some guys that stood out, Troy Anderson of Montana State did. Uh, Pierre Strong, I thought, did a really – uh, good job. Uh, Jelani Woods uh, is um, Virginia. I thought did a good job. Christian Watkins, a receiver from North Dakota State. Tariq Woolen, I thought was going to catch people's eyes. Uh, raw corner, but but really, really talented. Um, um, Channing Tindall of Georgia. All the Georgia kids are good. Calvin Austin of Memphis. Lucene of Georgia is really good. Um, so there, there are a number of guys that I thought really stood out. Get the complete list of who really impressed at the Combine over at LandryFootball.com. What's going on there, very simply, is this. Keep you up to date on free agency, our notebooks, trade rumors, uh, latest going on, who's going to sign, who's expected, a lot of moves, a lot of personnel discussions, rosters, getting you set for free agency. At the same time, getting you all the draft position-by-position position breakdowns, getting you more familiar with all the players where the quality is, um, getting you draft boards to look at. We are excited about all we're doing there. Check us out at LandryFootball.com. If you're not a member, we advise you to join today. Take advantage of the scouting season sale, 50% off. 
uh, go ahead and uh, try it out for a, a month if you want to, a year. The scouting season sale over at LandryFootball.com. Hey, great to visit with you as always. Um, certainly appreciate everybody that joined us in the chat room. Appreciate you. Uh, join us next week. Expected to be back. Going to be doing a lot of pro days virtually. Have to do some out um, on the road, but, but we'll certainly be here, I think, most weeks on Wednesday. So we'll keep you up to date here. Same time, 5 p.m. Central on Wednesday, the Landry Football Podcast. I am Chris Landry. See you over at LandryFootball.com. Make sure that you tell a friend about us there. Join us um, at Landry Football. Check us out what we do there. Get a membership and certainly join us right here for the next edition of the Landry Football Podcast, part of LandryFootball.com. Have a great rest of the week, everybody, and we'll talk to you next time. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs>